Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of Your Best Self Podcast. I hope you are all well. Um, So this episode is going to be all about the skills and I have recorded it because it is without a doubt the most common struggle I hear from clients and one that I am so passionate about helping women get their heads around because I truly believe if you can move past the skills... And not let this number get in your head, like and impact your mood, your behaviours, your actions. Like you will be so much happier and healthier. And bonus, you will get better results. So today, what I hope to do is like dispel a few myths, provide you with some education around the skills, and show you like why you need to stop focusing solely on this number, because that is going to allow you to see and feel more progress. So let's get started. So first of all what I want to kind of cover is like what exactly are the scales measuring? So when you step in the scales they are going to measure your overall body weight in that one moment in time but that is everything in your body. So that is muscle, fat, water, blood, bones, organs, like absolutely everything in your body is getting measured when you step on the scales. And that is why it fluctuates like rapidly, illogically, um, and that is because it's usually down to like water retention and has absolutely nothing to do with fat. So like your short term um like fluctuations are more indicative of like water, um like water retention or losing some water than um fat. And that is because like, if you think about it rationally, like our bodies are made up like 70% of water and there's so many things that go on in our bodies that can impact and, and, allow, and mean that we, we um, hold on to water. So things like hormonal fluctuations. So like if you, whatever you are in your cycle, you might retain a little bit more water. If you have like a carb heavy meal, um, so that is because... Um, carbs like glycogen is stored in the muscle and you store on like for one gram of uh, glycogen you hold on to three grams of water so if you have like a a heavier carb meal like that is going to show in the scales if you have a saltier meal that is going to show in the scales because the salt the sodium is going to help you is going to mean that you retain some water things like your hydration levels how like your sleep the night before or if you've been on shift like if you've worked a night shift and step on the scales the next day that's not going to be a true reflection of your weight exercise so when we have a really heavy um workout so whether that's like heavy squats or like heavy like any sort of weight weight exercises our, body, our muscles are, um, like they will have like microscopic tears and that was going to cause a little bit of inflammation when they are rebuilding and like um, building more muscle. So again, you're going to retain a little bit of water. Um, things like, when was the last time you had a poo? Because that food in your digestive system, again, is going to show in the scales and things like your stress levels as well because these, these can all mean that you... Um, hold on to a little bit of water and it might mean that you are losing body fat but it's just masked on the scales. So there are so many ways that the scales might be impacted. So the scales are really good at measuring your body weight but they're actually terrible at measuring like fat loss. And here's why I think a lot of people get um, confused because the terms like weight loss and fat loss these are often used interchangeably so I completely understand the confusion but they are different. So like I said before, like weight loss actually refers to like a decrease in your overall body weight. Um, 
but it's also taking into account like your muscle, your water, your fat fat levels. It's not just body fat. And then on the other hand, your fat like fat loss, it specifically targets the reduction of body fat whilst preserving lean muscle mass. And like the scales just cannot measure that because of the all the other components. And if you're thinking about like losing body fat, the only way to actually do this is by creating a consistent calorie or energy deficit. And this just means like over time you're consuming fewer calories than your body requires. And that just means that you the body has to use energy, um, like the energy that you're not feeding it from fat stores. Um, but if we are thinking about weight loss, like you can lose weight without losing fat and that that's like if we were to go on like a really low carb diet like a keto diet like the initial like so anybody that's did a really low carb diet or a, like a, a ketogenic diet you might find like that first couple of weeks you drop a lot of weight really quickly but all that is is you losing water weight because your body doesn't have the carbs or the glycogen stores and like I said before if you're like one gram of carb hold carbs holds on to three grams of water so if you completely if you're not eating carbs then your body doesn't have these glycogen stores and you will lose weight very quickly but it's all water weight like there might be a little bit of fat in there but the majority of that weight is going to be from water so um, like losing weight really quickly like it's not always that it's well it's not the healthiest way of getting results um, because usually the methods are unsustainable like you're not going to be able to do these for a very long time which leads to yo-yo dieting so you might this might find sound familiar you familiar you're on a diet for two to three weeks you initially drop quite a lot of weight you think this is great and then weight loss starts to plateau, you think it isn't working, therefore you go back to how you were eating and drinking before, and then your weight goes back up. So you are yo-yo dieting because of these unsustainable um, diets that mean quick weight loss, but you can't keep it off. And then that impacts your relationship with food, your relationship with your body, like your self-confidence, your self-esteem, your self-worth, all start to get intertwined on that number on the scales. And I get where this is coming from. Like, if you've grown up in the Weight Watchers, Slim World, like, all these clubs that the only marker of progress they are they are using is the scales, I completely understand why some people do have, like, a quite um, a negative relationship with the scales. Um, another thing about losing weight really quickly is weight loss might come from, like, muscle stores, not fat so you literally become a smaller version of yourself but you maybe have no muscle definition so you just look smaller but nothing is defined and the majority of clients come to me because they want to lose weight and look toned but the only way of doing that is not by just dropping weight in the scales it's actually by focusing on losing body fat and building muscle toning up toning up just means building muscle and you can only do that by lifting weights or moving your body weight, like whether that's push-ups, squats, um, pull-ups, etc. Like that is the only way of building muscle. And if you do these two things combined, that is how you're going to change your body shape, your your def- your body definition, body 
definition? Is that the right thing I'm trying to say? Like the shape of your body, the, the muscle definition, um, your body composition. That was what I was trying to say. So that just means like how much uh, body fat versus bo- uh, muscle you have. Like to change that body composition, um, that is how you achieve that lean, strong, toned look that you're after. Uh, and that might mean for some people that the scales don't move that much. Um, so that's kind of why I think people get caught up and I think that's how if you are solely focused on the scales that is going to stop you losing fat because like I said before like the only way you can lose body fat is by creating a calorie deficit but if you're standing on the scales like every week and you're letting that fluctuation or that number get in your head maybe that's leading you to believe that what you're doing isn't working it's leading to you stopping doing the, the things that you were being pretty consistent with, like tracking your calories, prioritising protein at every meal, getting in your steps, doing your workouts, then you are going to stop making progress. So if you let that, that number let you perceive that you're not making f- progress, then you will stop making progress because you're going to stop doing the things that you need to do consistently. And what you need to remember is this number will fluctuate. That is an inevitable and that is something that is absolutely going to happen and it's going to fluctuate numerous times a day and a week and this is inevitable and this is actually very normal. If you can learn to accept this and not let these fluctuations like impact you, stay consistent with your habits, then over time you will see progress but you have to like get in your head that that number is going to fluctuate. Um, so it's about taking this number as a piece of data in your in the big picture of your progress and not let it get in your head, which I know is easier said than done because I have been exactly in this like in your position right now and I have been hung up on every time I stood stood on the scales and that number wasn't what I wanted it to look like. it would honestly I would be in the worst mood like I would be so crabby like with my husband I would be unable to concentrate at work like I would have no patience I would be like really really moody and start to get really withdrawn and it would start to impact my mood and then that because you know it's like when you're in a bad mood you don't want to go a walk you don't want to prep your food you don't want to go and work out I would let that number Um, get in my head and let me believe that what I was doing wasn't working but it's also why I am so passionate about helping women move past this and understand like what the scales are measuring Um, and actually like as well because you're probably thinking why am I still using the scales if I don't think they're working and yes they are not accurate for fat loss but they're very cheap to use <laughs> um, and it's really it's a it's a quite a good way of monitoring like trends over time so if somebody does have quite a lot of body fat to lose then they are going to they are going to drop weight on the scales um, and over time if we look at these trends if they're not trending downwards then it does mean that they're probably not in a calorie deficit and some things have to change so they do have their place and somebody's progress but they are not just, it's not the only way that we measure progress. So, like, how do we focus on fat loss without the scales? Or not just with the scales? So, like I say, the scales are still going to have their place because we can look at trends over, like, the weeks and over the months. 
because this indicates that there's the, the calorie deficit. But it is so, so, so important to have other methods of tracking progress, like progress pictures. And I know that nobody likes doing their progress pictures, but if you can look back to how far you've came, like, I promise you, you will be like, wow, my hard work, my dedication, my commitment, it's paying off. And you're going to be proud to look back on those pictures and be like, this is like, this is what I've achieved. So I know that nobody likes taking them to start with but you will regret not taking them. I don't know how many people have actually said to me, like, at the end of 6, 8, 12, however long we've been working together, I really wish I'd taken pictures at the start. Um, so take your pictures if you haven't already. Other things are, like, measurements. So for us, we do bust, waist and hips. Um, and also the way you're, you, like, how your clothes are feeling as well. Because these are going to show a drop in body fat because your body composition has changed. So you'll be able to start to see definition. Your measurements will be going down. Your clothes will be looser. These are all indicators of progress, of dropping body fat. And they're probably much more like um, can, like much more appropriate for real life, really, than just a number on the scales. Um, so for some people, like if they are, if they don't have a lot of like body weight to lose, they're already in a pretty, um, like lean body, then they might actually their shape might completely change. So they might drop a lot, like a lot of body fat, but also put on some muscle, and nothing on the scales might change. So you're, so for some people, their weight might stay the same but they will look completely different. And I've had clients that this has happened to, like there's been little to no, like, a quote-unquote progress on the scales, but they look completely different and they feel completely different. So focusing on losing fat and building muscle, like exactly what I've programmed you to achieve, is going to mean that you're going to look leaner. You're going to have tone and definition in your muscle. So you're going to look toned. You're going to be healthier. You're going to feel healthier. Because there are so many health benefits of losing fat and building muscle. So I'm just going to like list some um, health benefits of losing body fat. So you're going to reduce your risk of chronic disease like diabetes, high blood pressure, heart disease and some cancers. You're going to improve your joint health and your mobility. You are going to increase your energy levels. It's going to have a massive impact on your, like positive impact on your mental health. Um, building muscle is going to help improve your metabolic rate because muscle burns more calories at rest because it is more metabolically active than fat. You're going to improve your strength levels, your self-esteem, your confidence. You're going to reduce your risk of injury. It's going to help you manage your weight loss or your weight better once you get, um, like once you get the body composition that you want. You're going to be able to um, maintain this if you have more muscle. And it's going to improve things like insulin sensitivity. So if you have PCOS or um, you are like diabetic, then having more muscle is really going to be so beneficial to your health. So you can see, like, take the focus away from that number on the scales and put it on losing body fat and changing the shape of your body. Um like it's going to have so many mental and physical and emotional health benefits. So how do we do this? Like how do we stop solely focusing on the scales 
and focusing on fat loss and um, building muscle. So, like I say, we need to have other metrics. So your progress pictures. You need to do these if you haven't done them already. Measurements, clothes, and things like that. Like So I would do progress pictures at least once a month, potentially once a fortnight. Um, like maybe once a fortnight to start with if you're pretty new on your journey and then bringing it down to once a month because you're not going to see that many changes but if you're and then when you're comparing your pictures always compare them to your first set it, as well because that's like much more motivating measurements I would be doing these like maybe every fortnight and clothes like you might have a particular like outfit that you that you can kind of measure your progress in maybe that's a work uniform as well because we're in them a lot uh, but having something that we can measure like I wouldn't go by clothes sizes in the um shops because these are just fucking oh like they're it doesn't matter what shop you go to you're going to be a different size in every shop so if you're like well I'm going to see if I can get into a size um a size 12 and I was going to say talk shop there, that really shows my age. That shows you how the last time I actually went clothes shopping. Um, I'm going to try and get into like a medium in Zara, like fucking like Zara's just terrible. Um, or I'm going to get into a 12 new look or whatever, like go buy a pair of like clothes that you have right now. Um, one thing I would actually say as well is if you have like, if you are emotionally driven by the skills, where you start weighing yourself every single day. And I know that really sounds counterintuitive, but you need to start desensitising yourself from the scales. So stepping on the scales every single week and putting your lowest weight in your uh, your check-in. You can also pop your daily weight in Kahunas and your daily check-in. But if you put that in, if you weigh yourself every single day, then you're going to start to see these trends and you're going to start to know, like say the scales go up by £2 overnight, you're going to be like, right, okay, I absolutely know for certain that that is not body fat because like for to put on a pound of fat, you need to have eaten 3,500 calories. So to put on £2 of fat, you need to have eaten 7,000 calories. Did you eat 7,000 calories over your maintenance calories, which might be two, two and a half thousand um, calories? Did you eat 10,000 calories yesterday? No, no, actually I didn't. I stayed within my calorie target. So I therefore I know that that is not body fat. Right, okay, so let's just have a wee think about it. What did I do yesterday? Do you know what? See, last night I ate a little bit later than normal and I had a big bowl of pasta for my dinner. So it's probably carbs. And that food is probably sitting in my di- digestive system right now because I've not had a poop. So there you go. That is your, your, the, the two pounds. It's not body fat. But the more you actually step on the scales, see these fluctuations, know that they are illogical as fuck. That is how you will move away from the scales and desensitise yourself from that number and not let it impact your fat loss progress. You also need to think about zooming out and looking at your monthly trends because you might think week to week you're actually not making all that much progress until you zoom out and look at it and you're like, oh, well, actually across the month, like I have actually, I can see that trend going down, but it's very hard. Like sometimes you can't see the wood for the trees 
and that's what I'm here for as well. Like I will help you zoom out. Um, but you have to look at monthly trends. You can't just look at day to day, week to week. Like we have to think about this more as a lifestyle change and more as like a long term thing. And this is going to take time. So it's about looking at the monthly trends. It's also about celebrating those non-scale victories. Like, so the things that I get you to think about in your Wednesday wins, um, like PBs in the gym, not getting out of breath, walking up the stairs at work, like moving patients more easily, like your work uniforms or your work clothes fitting better, running around after the kids better, like having more energy throughout your day or throughout your shift, better sleep, more patience, like these are all non-scale victories and you need to focus on these more than just the scales because at the end of the day that is just a number but it's not, like it has no bearing on your day-to-day life and your health and how you're impacting everybody around you. So you need to look at these non-scale victories. And if you can start to see this number on the scales is just data, and it's just one small part of your like holistic health and fitness journey, then you're going to be mentally and physically happier and healthier. So like I really hope I could speak about the scales all day. Like I really could. It's one of the things that I think that if women can get their head around it is going to have so many positive impacts on your health and your happiness and your life and your results. Because at the end of the day, it is just a number. Um, and if you can start to think about like focusing on the other things, like, so focusing on fat loss, focusing on building muscle, like how much stronger are you getting in the gym? Like I know so many of you are, are um, getting PBs and you're pushing yourself like you're lifting more weight and stuff like if you can focus that to focus more on your performance and more on that aspect of things and not the number in the scales like you will see your progress skyrocket and you will see your mood and your mental energy just like boom as well because it's just it's not wound up and your self-worth and your confidence is not wound up in that that number on the scales that's why I am so passionate and it's why I know that every single um weekly check-in like podcast we all talk about the scales and that is absolutely fine I will not get sick of talking about the scales if you found today's episode valuable <laughs> like I would be so so grateful if you could share it with somebody who is struggling with the scales or somebody who needs to hear this messaging um who wants to look about like dropping body fat in a healthy and sustainable way um please pass it on pop it in a facebook group no, pop it in a WhatsApp chat group. Like, share this message and let's just help as many women as we can move past the scales. Um, also, I have opened up the waitlist for the June Project Your Best Self group. We are going to start on the 19th of June. And yeah, I'm excited. I have a few people signed up already. So if you're interested, interested in joining, uh, helping, like, helping... <laughs> letting me help you move past the scales and just reach your health and fitness goals then I will leave all the details in the show notes and if you have any questions please 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 don't hesitate to get in touch but I hope you all have lovely days and I will chat to you all on the next episode